Let's talk to interesting people. Let's talk about the process of seeing things differently. Let's talk about the craft of molding truth and fiction together to arrive at something new and exciting. And let's have fun while doing it. Welcome to the True Fiction Podcast. Hello and welcome to True Fiction, the podcast that talks to talented creative people and finds out where all that inspiration comes from. I'm your host, Patrick Boggs. Across the desk for me is the phenomenally creative Norbert Yates. How's it going tonight, Norbert? It is going well. How about yourself? It's going well. You know, uh, we uh, we fought the turkey and we won. Uh, that's okay. You know, that's alluding to Thanksgiving, by the way. I don't know anyone who think that I'm actually fighting turkeys, but uh, anyway, tonight we have a great a guest. We're going to be talking to podcaster Christian Madsen, a host of the Random Christian Show. How's it going tonight, Christian? Hello, gentlemen, and uh, yes, thank you for having me. It's going very, very well, and I'm glad your uh, turkey professional wrestling has uh, <laughs> has reached its peak. And um, until next year, when the rematch takes place, absolutely, yeah, um, it, that's so. the great thing. It always, you know, sticks its head up, head back up. So <laughs> you never quoted the line. Uh, as God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. <laughs> right? Turkeys could fly. <laughs> that is. Classic. Still the most awesome <laughs> episode ever for Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah. Um, so, no, everything is uh, very well. Uh, we have been well fed and we are well energized for uh, for doing your show. Awesome. And being on here with True Fiction. So, very excited, gentlemen. Thank you very much, Mr. Norbert. Thank you. Tell us a little about the Random Christian Show. Okay. Uh, well, a little bit of the show is it's based loosely off my old radio show, um, which I actually used to do with a partner, and then we split up. Long story short, um, he got into podcasting way back when podcasting was in its very infancies and kept begging me to uh, join his show. He, he was out in Connecticut, and I was like, dude, I just don't have the money or the time, and you know, I'm trying to uh, develop my family, and I uh, <laughs> really hate myself at this point for not doing that, but I, I got back into doing voiceovers, which I did in radio, um, doing commercials and uh, little comedic bits and things like that. And uh, so I've been toying around with doing voiceovers and I built myself my own little studio. And somebody was like, man, you you know, you should do a podcast if you were in radio and stuff. I said, oh, you know, there's billions of uh, podcasts out here and I just don't think I'd really make a mark. And somebody's like, hey, you never know till you try. And I said, good point. And so I kind of looked into it. I'm like, you know, oh, you know, oh, and my other excuse was I didn't have the money. And they're like, dude, my my buddy does his from his college dorm room, you know, uh, on his phone. And I'm like, Really? <laughs> so I looked into it and went, wow, I have more than enough equipment for this since I'm already set up for voiceover and uh, just kind of started playing around with it a couple of years ago. And uh, then it just kind of kept expanding and growing. And then I went to start doing a live stream, um, which uh, really seems to be taking off. And, um, and, you know, I said, well, at the beginning of this year, I just said, well, I'm, I'm really going to buckle down and see if I can make something of it. And it's just really blown up. And then I met Stephen and it's gotten even bigger. So uh, if uh, Stephen from the SJ Network that, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Great guy. And um, so, yeah, and we, you know, it's just it's basically having a lot of fun. It's a it's loosely a talk show, but it is called the Random Christian Show for a reason. We go off on about 12 to uh, 100 billion topics and we just get very random and evil no um uh and i have a lot of voices in my head that come out during the show which drives uh a lot of people crazy which is part of the fun um so uh we just yeah it's a it's it's a very you know i get a guest on we have some fun with them ask them some questions do a little comedic bits in between and afterwards and just have a good time. So, uh, and that, you know, we try to expose other podcasts. That's, that was really my goal is just getting other podcasters on and showing them their shows and, uh, getting them out there and letting people hear what they got to say. So it's, it's been a, it's been a real fun adventure and it just keeps getting better and better, man. That's awesome. 
So, so that's, yeah, that's very I get cool. to meet guys like you with all this. And, uh, <laughs> I'm very intrigued in Norbert's background, by the way. We're on a Zoom call. I know you guys are audio and all that, so I try to be as descriptive as possible. But behind you, Norbert, are you, are you doing artwork? Are you doing graphics? Oh, yeah. Stuff? Yeah, I do that. <clears throat> I am yeah. very intrigued. Uh, I, uh, yeah, I do uh, um, all kinds <laughs> of art art and visual work. So um, it's a, uh, it's, that's part of the reason why we got involved with the podcast is because we, we want to talk to creative people and we want to talk, find out exactly how they think about things, what we can learn from them. And uh, it's really self-service <laughs> for us. <laughs> yeah. Self-service. I'm just enriching myself from uh, learning from people. Uh, when you, one of the things that you said that was kind of interesting to me, um, when you said you had like any number of topics, when you, when you, is your show very pre-planned or do you have like a sheet like, okay, I'm going to go through 10 topics. I think I'm going to get to, and just kind of <laughs> let it, let it go. Or what, how do you. What what is your creative process when you think about putting into a show together? Okay, uh, my my <laughs> mm. <laughs> here we go. We're going deep inside the brain of Christian. Um, again, random for a reason. I I have a I have a little. In fact, hold on. Let me. Uh, I have uh, files with papers like these that I, I know nobody else can see except you guys. Um, but I have a little file going and I make notes about the person the week before. I, I don't delve into my guests until at least the week or a few days before because I don't want to be dwelling on them. Um, if they're on a podcast um, you know, or they have a podcast, I will listen to that show like you know a couple days before. Just I'll, I'll scan through a few different shows just to listen to them to get an idea of, of, you know, what they're doing and what they've got going on in their heads. Um, and then that whole time uh, up until the show, I'm kind of gearing in my head what I'm going to do. I, I have a, what I like to call my number one or number two, um, which is uh, Andy now. Um, I, I have another guy, Matt, um, who is actually from my old radio days. Uh, Matt was a guy I worked part-time with at a restaurant. And uh, while I did the radio gig as well, because um, radio pays so well. Um, <laughs> right. But uh, uh, Matt used to uh, call into my show and we'd have some fun with him and whatnot. And he was a very good friend of mine. Uh, so he's kind of in the background now directing, keeping my time, you know, controlled and things like that. So he's more like a producer role. But Andy came from another podcast and we kind of just randomly throw questions out and, um, you know, it's, it's really just, it's a very fun, comfortable conversation. Like I said, it, it can go nine different ways to Sunday, the, the way the conversation goes. And which I think is the great part about it. I don't edit it. Um, it's all raw. It's all real. We've had emotions flare up during the show, um, which, you know, is going to happen. And I think that's a huge appeal about the show is, is there's nothing being held back. Um, I am a, 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 a man of faith. I, I, uh, so I try to keep it PG 13, but we're human. So we're going to drop F bombs and, uh, you know, it's going to happen. And I've even like, I've blown up. I was very, I had a very heated conversation one day and, uh, just, just kind of went off. And I mean, the, the cool thing about it was we showed people that, you know, we can go off. And then we civilize uh, or, or very civilly in the conversation and agree to disagree. And we're still friends, you know, and we're still getting along. We still talk and um, it's not planned, you know, it, it really isn't, you know, things like that. And that's, that's a huge appeal for the show. Um, and I, I think a lot of people need to see and hear that, um, you know, because this is just a really, wacky wacky world we live in and um so i try to have fun with it but i i call it infotainment you know um so we inform and have fun and uh yeah we get intense sometimes but we bring it back in and and it's all good so 
that's that's my whole ghost. I you know I used to do improv stand up, so uh, I'm kind of good at kind of off the cuff stuff and and rolling with the punches. So uh, you know it's uh, it's rare that I get kind of stumped, but <laughs> it does happen where I'm like, uh, 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 I don't know what to say at this point. So uh, yeah. Then that's that's when I, the voices tend to come out and take over, and uh, yeah, it gets gets a little weird sometimes. I'm not gonna lie. Hmm. So when you, and, oh, I was yeah. gonna say when when you um, put together, uh, how can I say this? Uh, In when you're thinking about, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When when you're thinking about your uh, your uh, your pro, your program, do you think about I want to entertain you you have a very loose sense of who your audience is, or are you trying to entertain yourself? Uh, you know, that's, uh, I'd like to say I'm trying to entertain myself, but I have always been a people pleaser. Um, so, and I, you know, especially working in radio, you don't know who's listening to you. You don't get to see the faces. You don't get to see the reactions. I mean, imagine a very stale text, you know, where it's just very basic information. Um, so, I mean, that's kind of the best way to describe it to people nowadays is imagine a text where you have no punctuation, nothing. It's just words and they just print out like this and there is no inflammation, you know, there's no inflection in the voice or anything. Um, so that's how I imagine it. You know, I, whoever's listening, I want them to enjoy, um, you know, there's, there's no, the, the great thing about it is, and not being able to see your audience, which again, in radio was a very same thing, unless they called in, um, which I actually, I do have a live chat. So that's very cool. Um, when I have guests on, they, they can be interactive with them. And I so encourage people to join in the live chat. I try to do it in an afternoon so that way, uh, you know, people can take a little time to get with my guests. Um, so I I try to entertain myself. If if there's somebody that I'm not comfortable with, you know, um, and, and I've done this, I've, uh, you know, I've listened to some people uh, that, that, you know, they're like, Hey man, we'd like to cross promote with you. Or, you know, I'd like to come on your show and talk about this. And I'd talk with them for a bit. Uh, you know, if, if I felt the need or, you know, after listening to their show, like this one guy, <laughs> I had, I was going to, I, I made the mistake of one putting, putting a guy on a show that I instantly, this was back when I was first starting. I just kind of said, yeah, man, let's do it. You know, didn't listen to his show much or anything. I just kind of put him on. He had one interesting guest that I happened to catch that episode and I caught it for like 15 minutes and I was like, okay, you know, this, this will be cool. This is, I can work with this. Um, I brought him on the show and it was literally like, and, and it's just cause the guy was new. He's, he's not sure what he was doing and where he was going. And like I said, he happened to get this one great guest that really carried the show. Um, and I was like, I was just, I was feeding him and, you know, or what you call feeding where you're just trying to get information out of him. And he just was, it was just like talking to a wall and I'm like, bro. And I finally, you know, after, afterwards I just said, listen, dude, I, I'm not going to air this. I, I, you know, I appreciate what you're doing, but you really got to get more involved. You've got to, you've got to be able to throw something out here and, and, and keep people interested and, I, I said, what about, you know, and he's like, oh, he just pretty much talked about himself the whole time. I said, well, it was, it was pretty <laughs> interesting and you should have fed off of that, you know? And, uh, I tried to give him some tips, you know, just from being in radio and talking with people and interviewing them. And, uh, he kind of got offended, you know? And I said, bro, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm just, I don't think it represents you well. And I don't think it represents me well. So, I'm not going to air it, um, you know, you know, work on it and come back. And, uh, then all he did was end up slamming me on his show, which, uh, he was very proud to let me know that he was talking about me on his show. I was like, Oh, cool. You know? And then I listened to his show. I was like, Oh, well, that's kind of uncool, but whatever. And, uh, so, you know, 
I, as, as far as an audience, I'm, I don't really care. And I think that's also kind of an appeal. You can be whoever you're going to be, you know, um, you're going to listen to whatever, you know, uh, in radio, we, we had the saying, if you don't like it, turn the dial. Um, and there's 9 billion podcasts in this crazy world that we live in. So if people are going to listen, they're going to listen. And I've been very fortunate that people do stay and listen. Um, I'm, <laughs> I'm working on concentrating the show. I've had shows that have gone three and a half hours. Um, so yeah. And it's just because, you know, it's, it's very organic. We, we don't intend to go that long. Um, I just end up having a lot of fun with my guests. And the ironic thing about that is these, these are the people that go, Oh, I'm, I'm only good for like 20, 30 minutes, you know? And I'm like, okay, well, that's cool. Um, you know, all we do is ask that you hang out a little bit and answer some questions with us. And if you get comfortable or, you know, we have a private chat window where they can talk to us. And, um, you know, if, if you don't want to hang out, just, just send us a little note saying, Hey, I got to go. I'm done. And it'll be cool. Those are the people that usually stay two two hours easy. And, uh, so it's, it's, it's been a lot of fun. It's, it's been very interesting to see people. And then, you know, people are like, well, it's just a random talk show. I'm going to prom- promote my thing and then I'll be out. And okay, cool. You know, and, uh, immediately afterwards, almost immediately afterwards, I either get an email or a text saying, um, I'd love to do this again. When can we come back on? Um, so, you know, audience, I, I, I really, and I'm not trying to be arrogant or rude. I'm just saying, I'm, I don't care. You're going to listen if you're going to listen. And my idea is to hopefully just make your day a little bit better. And, um, you know, as, as long as I'm doing that, that's cool. You know, that that's, if you get that out of it and maybe sometimes some information out of it, you know, with some of my guests, um, they are pushing something, you know, I've, I've had some authors on, I've had some photographers on, um, I've got some comedians that come on, um, they push their shows out, you know, things like that. Um, you know, the books are about some heavy subjects. I've had a guy on about, uh, in fact, he's actually becoming a sponsor. Uh, he, uh, he was addicted to porn and, uh, infidelity. And, um, you know, it was, it got pretty, uh, crazy talking to him, you know, just about all the different avenues of pornography and the crazy, crazy situations he would put himself in just to go have sex. And, um, you know, it, uh, it was a huge, uh, it was really weird because, it, it, like I said, it, it got kind of dark, but we kept it light and we kept it fun. And we had a lot of people tune into that. Then I had another guy, Joel Carroll, who uh, who wrote a book about addiction and being strung out on uh, <laughs> just about anything he could get his hands on, you know, living in crack houses and things like that. And how he pulled himself out of it and gangs, you know, again, very dark, but we had fun with it. And, you know. We've had a lot of people, you know, listen in through that, you know, but then, you know, the next week I'm going to have some guy, some goofy guy that's a comedian on and, you know, audience will vary no matter what. And uh, so I try to uh, inform people, you know, hey, I'm going to have this guy on just the week before, though. I don't sit here and do like, you know, three months out, I'm going to have this guy or this guy or this lady or whoever. Next week, I'm going to have Movita Johnson Harrell. Um, She's a former state representative for Pennsylvania. And, uh, you know, she's fighting uh, gun control and things like that and talking about that because her son was killed, you know. And it's that's going to be kind of a heavy subject, but we're still going to have some, you know, I'm not going to sit here and make fun of it. But, you know, um, I'm I'm a guy who personally believes in, in having, you know, being able to bear arms and things like that. But I also respect people who, you know, think there's, I mean, and yes, there should be some kind of control how we do that's a whole different story but that's a time for a different topic you know figuring your audience i think if you want to shoot for one certain niche then yeah it's very easy to figure out your your audience as to where i i'm i'm not that particular i'm kind of slutty that way what can you say 
Um, so I'm not sure. You know, that's, I just, like I said, I just like to get out there and be in front of it and hopefully open some people up to some things and, and let everybody know we, lo- we live in a crazy world and let's just make the best of it all together and work together because ain't nobody else watching out for us except us. So, that's a fact. Absolutely. Yeah. So when you think about you're going to have whatever guests this week and next week and, mm-hmm. and you think about, and you're doing a long form uh, or at least something that's, I mean, for me, anything over an hour is long. Right. Uh, <laughs> do you think like, okay, what has to be consistent is the consistency of what we do during the show. What's or is it my role in facilitating uh, the entertainment or is it the guest? Because I could see if you become too dependent on the guest, then the show can be good and bad right. and whatever. Cause I, like what we, at least as I think about what we do, the consistency is the, the way we approach the people we talk to. Right. Because sometimes we have people that are extremely erudite in being able to explain how they think about things. And then you have people that aren't as, is easily able to explain how they do things. And so what you have to do is try to facilitate that. And so that whoever listens to our podcast, hopefully will come out with some nugget or some, some interest at the end. So, you know, and we, and Pat and I try to be pretty consistent in, in what we're doing. I just didn't know how you thought about, because you're doing something different, more (laughs) long form and, and more unconstrained, how you thought about, uh, your show. Well, and again, it's kind of a natural progression. You know, like I said, I, I do a little research right before. So that way it's, it just stays fresh in my head, you know? Um, and, um, yeah, we, we both, me and, and, uh, my sidekick Andy, you know, we have some questions and we have a little, uh, Google spreadsheet that we kind of keep open during the show between us, you know? And um, there, there is a little chat that we have and Matt is in the background saying, hey, don't forget to push this or ask about this. So there's some kind of direction there helping me keep control of the show. But, you know, you've really got to learn how to and I, you know, this comes from being in radio and doing comedy. You got to learn how to read your audience that you're with, you know, and that's the beauty of like, you know, when we do these Zoom chats and stuff it's one thing to hear somebody, but it's also when you see them, you can, you can kind of feed off how they're, they're looking and feeling. Uh, that's, that was the one thing, the beauty of the live stream. And it's so funny because people are like, Oh, I thought this was just a podcast. No, it's a live stream. And you're going to be live. Oh, well, um, you know, I'll make sure that I, I look at us. Listen, it's a podcast. You know, we've all got, I've got a face made for radio. So, uh, we're all good. Trust me. So yeah, being able to, you know, and I can, I can tell, and I guess, you know, this is probably just from years of doing it, not the podcast, but just being in radio and whatnot, you can get a feel for when somebody's either fading off into a wrong direction or, you know, if they're getting really too intense and, and following down a very narrow path that people aren't going to understand. And you've got to, you've got to kind of rein them in and say, okay, listen, I understand. I understand what you're saying. But you need to put it in layman's terms because we're talking to a very wide audience out here. So um, a perfect case, an example, I had Kennedy Phillips, who is, um, he's in animation and does a lot of voiceover work and things like that. He's created a lot of shows, Hell of a Boss, things like that. We had him on. He's, and, he's really great. Yeah, he is. And he tends to really speak in, and in, in, I'm, I'm sure you know, he'll speak in very... Um, direct terms according to you know the voiceover world and and animation and things like that and so he's using terms that a lot of people don't understand and i'm and so i have to kind of like say okay so what you're saying is you know and and again getting him to use very simpler terms for the audience that's that is listening or hopefully (laughs) i guess we should say (laughs) is listening and because i want people to understand you know i want people to to learn you know, it's like talking to a doctor and they sit there and, well, your clavicle is better than they're, they're throwing all these technical terms at you. And you're like, so what does that mean? He's like, well, you sprained your wrist. Right. Okay. Why didn't you say that in the beginning? Here I am thinking I've got three different various stages of cancer and probably COVID and all I've done is sprain my wrist, you know? 
So learning to kind of rein in your guests and refocus what they're saying, you know, it's, it's something that kind of happens throughout the course of the conversation. And then they start picking up and they go, you know, like uh, Kennedy would be like, okay, hold on. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm talking out of turn here. Let me make this simpler for everybody to understand. And, you know, so they kind of get that. And then like, or I'll expel into something and he'll be like, well, I, you know, uh, and I've had a guest do that. They're like, well, let me, let me, I understand what you're saying, but I don't think maybe people listening would. And that's where, you know, it's, it's really cool. You start feeding off each other a little bit and it gets things uh, to where everybody's kind of in a relatable conversation. That's, that's the beauty of it. Like I said, that's, that's why I don't like doing the editing. Um, I tried to do it, but it, it takes so much out because you, you have a realness and a rawness to it. And, and people need to understand that even though, you know, people that are doing different things in the world, they are real. You know, uh, it's, it's like bringing a, 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 the world's most famous surgeon down to a real world aspect. You know, yes, he's found this cure and he can do this and that. And he's this amazing guy. But in real life, he's got to put socks on his feet just like us, you know, and uh, you still got to tie the shoes that you wear and things like that. So to make people real in a real world situation, I think that's kind of the beauty of the conversation. You know, if there's an, uh, um, uh, anyway, you know, uh, something like that, I leave that in because I want people to understand, yeah, we, we can get stumped a little bit. You know, we're not always just right off the bat, right off the cuff. We're, we're able to answer everything right off, you know, every answer. So, uh, uh, that's, and that's, that really brings a lot of, uh, honesty, I think, and uh, realism to to the conversations of the show. You know, we decided not to edit because we're perfect, but, uh, you know, <laughs> however you want to do it. <laughs> you know, it's Joe much easier that way. <laughs> I wish. Hey, um, I, I think for first, you know, you have a great radio voice. Uh, you have a great radio banter. Um, <laughs> I can see a lot of, uh, a lot of, of what you've got. You know, you, you came from radio. You you were in radio for a while. But I'm wondering, what was the hardest thing about the switch? What what are, and what do you like most about being podcaster as opposed to a radio personality? Um, well, you know, again, there there are a lot of similarities. You know, and and not like I said, now I'm doing the live stream, so I actually have to look bathed and cleaned up. <laughs> and like I said, we started. I was wearing a nice little shirt and stuff and I looked all presentable and happy. And, you know, and this is like, if, if we were just having a conversation, like, you know, we just met, this is how I would be, you know? And I mean, yes, I do have a voice where I try to just talk professional sometimes, <laughs> but uh, that's, that's the beauty of the podcast. You know, I, I don't really do that. This is, this is how I would talk to you as to where, depending on the radio station I was on, you know, I, I'd be listening and talking like this. And now you're listening to coast 101.3 and smooth jazz and, or uh slide 96 FM. We're sitting here and we're rocking out with you. Dude. So yeah, there's, there's those styles of things. But um, for the most part, I, uh, it's, uh, I, I, I can't, I, I don't like pretending to be somebody that I'm not. So I, again, I, I love the realness of it. And that's the beauty of the podcast. Yeah. And there's, there's no FCC, which is awesome. So, and I don't know, you know, like I said, I try to keep my show PG-13, but that F-bomb, I don't have a dump button, which, you know, every radio station had this little red button that, you know, or uh, <laughs> if you were fortunate in doing it back in the small station area where I was, you just went, oh God, and tried to hit everything off and try not to dur- attract attention to, uh, Going, oh shit, oh fuck, oh damn, shit, oh, and then you're just constantly snowballing after that point. So yeah, the beauty of it is, is there's no real restraints as to what you're doing, um, which then begs the question: you need to practice self-restraint because yeah, there's, and I'm sure you've either heard them or dealt with some people where it's like, okay, are you 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 do this every you do this three times a week, huh? Okay. And how many people do you have listening? Oh, okay. So, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, a lot of people use podcasting as therapy, which, dude, 
totally get, especially when that whole pandemic thing happened a whole year ago. That's still, yeah, doing its thing. But, you know, everybody and their mom decided to do a podcast because we were stuck inside talking to ourselves anyway. So you might as well put a mic in front of you and see if it sticks to the wall in front of somebody else. You know, and that's why, you know, I had already been doing my show and everybody was like, oh, oh, so you're you're one of the uh, pandemic podcasts. I was like, no, I had actually been doing it a year before all this crap happened. But it's, uh, and it's, you know, it's it's weeding out. Um, there's people, it's, it's so funny. And I'm sure you guys are on some of the uh, podcast pages and stuff where people are like, so, uh, I just started doing my podcast and what do you do yours on? It's like, dude, do it on what you want to do, you know, don't. And, and that's what, that's one of the things I love about podcasting is you can do what you want to do. You, you don't have anybody going, oh, well, you need to do this. And, and I love the people who go, well, I have five shows in and I'm not making any money or anything. It's like, well, if you're doing this for money, then you're really, really, really being misled, buddy. I, I'm very fortunate. You know, after two years, I've gotten a sponsor and uh, it's not a lot of money, but it's it's a start. And I think, you know, again, I, I do it because I, I like entertaining people and having fun. And, you know, like I said, there's, there's some information that gets thrown out. So, and I, I think that's the cool thing, but you, you all learn, you know, each different guest, you learn a little something different, you know? And, you know, like I said, we, we go off on different topics. Like they'll be talking about something and they'll bring something up. And then we start babbling on about that. Oh, how'd you feel about that? And how's it, you know, what's this? And it's really cool to get other people's different aspects from, you know, all over. I'd like, I, I had a lady on from England, you know, it was so cool to sit there and talk with her about, you know, how things are handled differently over and over in the United Kingdom and stuff. So, and a lot of people were like, wow, I, you know, you wouldn't realize how strict it is over in the United Kingdom about what, what all the pandemic did to people and whatnot. So it, you know, just all these different little avenues that you can go down, you can have fun with. So I think that's the beauty of podcasting as to where in radio you, you are one restricted hugely on time. So you really got to focus and get right on it. As you can tell by my babbling, I'm, I'm not good at that. And that, that used to drive my program director insane. He, you know, every day he would ask me, so what's the show on today? Let me see your notes. I said, I, you know, I don't have notes. I don't have notes. I don't do, you know, I said, I come in. Well, what's it about? I don't know. I said, you know, I've, I've got this guy I'm going to call. Well, who is it? Oh, it's some guy. You don't even know him. Well, can I see him? You know, oh my God, he just sit there. 20 questions as I'm walking. I'm like, I've got to get in the booth. I've got to go do my show. Why didn't you come in early? Like everybody else. And I said, because if I do that, I won't have a show. I'll overthink everything and it'll be boring and it'll be dry. And I'll just be like, okay, yeah. So that's a great question. And um, anyway, you know, sound like NPR, you know, uh, that skit on Saturday Night Live where they talk about right. this. Yeah. So that's, those, those are the huge differences. I think, you know, is you have a lot more freedom, obviously with the podcast as to where radio is controlling, you have the FCC and there's only certain words that you can say and can't say, and you have a boss, uh, that will also control what you can or can't say. And trust me, I've been kicked off the air three times. Wow. So, uh, yeah, I know all about that. Well, I was, I was trying to aspire to be kind of a shock jock in a way. And, uh, you know, you always go with the role of, uh, you know, it ain't broke till, you know, or, you know, till you break uh, it. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> and, uh, I was good at breaking things. <laughs> I'm just going to say, uh, so I got that kind of skill. Yeah. Mm. Well, well so, there's something when you said about radio, you said that it, it it forces you to be more concise. I was wondering, just take out you know the FCC, the your boss on what your mm -hmm. show is. Did you find that being the the rhythm of it in terms of breaks and out you know a, you, the segments of time? Did you find that if you took the the rest of it, did you find it super confining or did it help you keep uh, on on some sort of concise path? 
Uh, it would, well, I mean, definitely it, 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 it's confining, <laughs> but the, the beauty, uh, and the one thing that's fun about radio, especially when you work at like, uh, when I worked at the classic rock station, that was a lot of fun because I really enjoyed a lot of that music. So I would tie in music kind of with my guests, which drove my program director crazy because I wasn't following his sheet of music that I had to play every hour and stuff like that. I'd switch that up, which you're not supposed to do. And uh, that will piss a lot of people off. But yeah, it's, it's, it is kind of nice to have that in a way, especially if you're going to be sitting in a booth for four hours at a time. It is nice to have a little structure so you know you can take a break here and there. You get a couple songs queued up and you intro the song and, you know, here's a cheap trick and blah, 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 blah. And then you fire off the song. You can go run to the bathroom real quick. Or if you smoke, you can run outside if you find the right song to smoke a cigarette, depending on how far away the door is. You know, th- there's a lot of those parameters. As far as everything else, I, again, <laughs> I would push my parameters until they said, what are you doing? And there's somebody banging on the window going, shut up, <laughs> shut up, which happened quite a bit on my show or the little red light blinks on the phone. You're not supposed to say that. I know I'm not supposed to say that. Um, and then the next day, uh, the random Christian show is not on the air right now. So we're bringing you Bob. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, yeah, there is a comfort in that in a way, like I said, especially when you're socked into a booth for four hours, four to five hours, depending on what kind of show you're doing. But the fun part is they're out there promoting. You're getting paid for doing that. You know, then, you know, they say, listen, uh, which I called the sales scum. They would pimp you out to, uh, you know, do live events and things like that, which was cool. It was a lot of fun. You get to meet the people that are listening to your show and that call in sometimes. And sometimes I can get a little scary as well. Uh, you know, literally I was in San Luis Obispo and I met a lady from Atascadero that, you know, she she had this voice and she was so sexy sounding and, you know, she'd call and, you know, kind of talk dirty to me. I'm like, oh yeah, well, we'll have to meet. I'm going to be out at this, this restaurant doing a live promotion for their grand opening. So, oh, I'll be there. Well, apparently she was part of the uh, state mental hospital facility <laughs> and not in the, uh, I'm a nurse there way. <laughs> and she was allowed to go and uh, have uh, free time as long as she was with people and apparently she was able to get, and it was me, I was met her. I was like, Oh yeah. And uh, then all of a sudden this guy comes up and he's like, we got to go. And I'm like, who is this? Oh, uh, that's uh and I'm the nurse. And I'm like the nurse, you know, and then I'm finding out. And then she's going and she calls like ranting and raving on the phone that the next night is I'm, I'm so pissed. I need to get out of here. You need to help me get out of here. And she's going nuts. And I'm like, okay, well, we understand why you're at the uh, state of uh, California in Atascadero's mental facility. And I hope you enjoy your stay. And I'm not going to uh, ever answer the phone again. So, yeah, get a little awkward sometimes. But uh, it's fun. Sure. You learn. That's Those are the good times. Mm-hmm. Still keep in touch? <laughs> uh, oh yeah, <laughs> no, no, that was uh, many, many years ago, and I've uh, fortunately I was on a different radio name at that point, so uh, that was that was all good. It's moved on. Yeah, those uh, the radio names aren't a bad idea, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and I I don't really use my uh, my real name on here either, but again, in this day and age, you can find out anything and anyhow if you dig deep enough. Um, but yeah, I've had several different radio names, so it's, which, you know, again, a little anonymity is, is not bad, but, uh, and that is the beauty of radio. You know, you don't get to be seen (laughs) unless you actually go out in public. And then even then people are like, oh yeah, it's a DJ, whatever. So I wonder, Uh, I wonder if that happens. I mean, a lot of people will listen to radio and they think they know that person and they like, you know, that woman, she felt, she knew you, uh, from the radio, you know, that you were a kindred spirits of sorts. And I wonder if that happens. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if that happens on podcasts. Uh, so far, we we haven't had any stalkers. If if you guys want to stalk us, we're, we're available to be stalked. Uh, yeah. Just so you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, throw, the, throw that email address out there yeah. again. 
VR549. If, uh, if, as long as you want to contribute. You know? Yeah, that's right. Right. <laughs> We've got a Patreon site, and uh, we will talk dirty to you for uh, $2.99 a minute. Right. So, yeah. We accept, we accept letters cut out from newspaper art, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's our favorite way to get a letter from somebody. So, Like in the cable guy. Oh, Billy! Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We've enjoyed podcasts. We've we've had a lot of uh, a lot of fun doing it. Met some great people and uh, had some great conversations. But um, until now, until this is it, you know, then this is where we say, are we <laughs> "This re- was the downfall of your podcast career." Are we so. really wanting to continue after that? No, um, but I was, you know, I'm, you know, it's not all, you know, it's not all roses. You know, there, you know, you, you, when you love something, you put up with things. What's the hardest thing that you've? Uh, that you've had for uh, to do in a podcast. What's the toughest thing about being a podcaster for you? Uh, <laughs> there's a, there's, you know, trying to, again, I'm a people pleaser. So I, and uh, you know, it's, it's hard to read your audience because you can't see or, uh, and that's why I love the chat. So I can see people at least typing in, you know, and talking with me or my guests. But uh, the, 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 the most annoying thing is, is not being able to connect enough with people, I think. And I, I get in some, un- there's been some uncomfortable conversations, you know. And I, uh, I mean, when, when I start going, then I know something's wrong because I'm not made uncomfortable very easily. In fact, I make other people uncomfortable very easily. So, you know, that that's, that's one of the things that I, I really don't like is, and you know, you can tell there's a certain point where all of a sudden it's just like, there's that, that air of awkwardness, you know? And uh, so you really, you got to learn to pick that up and, and turn it around real fast because it, you can go on such a downward spiral and it will suck you in. I mean, you know, that, that would be like the most constraining thing, I think. And uh, just, again, it's, it's kind of hard to read your audience, um, especially in the beginning, you know, just not even having any idea of, of who's out there. And then, uh, you know, and I, I literally like, it was right before I met Steven a few months ago or a couple months ago, I was seriously, you know, at the point where I'm like, I mean, yeah, I, I'm really investing in the show, but you know, it was between my job, which I work 10 to 12 hours a day, plus doing the voiceover stuff, which I actually put on the back burner to help make the podcast, you know, in podcasting, you, you all are aware it's, there's a lot of self-promotion that you're doing and it's like a 24 seven thing. You can't just, you know, if your phone beeps and you see it's somebody you've been waiting to talk to or whatever, you know, you've got to answer, you know, um, and, and yeah, granted, I'll, I'll be like, okay, I can talk to this guy here in a little bit or something, but then you got to remember to talk to them. So the most constraining thing, I think, I think that would be it, you know, is actually just coordinating the show and coordinating your family life. Because, uh, I actually have my wife just say, Hey, put the damn phone down. You know, we're here. We're all right here. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I know. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And so that would be the, one of the biggest constraints, I think, is, is just being able to balance your time because it, it's, it's not easy. Everybody thinks, oh, you just walk on, talk on a mic and stuff. No, you've got, like I said, you know, you do a little research and you, you know, depending on what you're doing, you know, there's people that do these uh, very involved uh, w- w- true crimes and stuff like that and you know, there's all these other shows and, and or movie analysis and things like that. It's like, wow, man, where do you guys get the time for all this? I mean, I, I love learning about things and whatnot, but it's, it's gotta be kind of a natural thing, you know? And, and then you gotta remember, yeah, you know, yeah. If you're single or whatever, I guess that's, that's one thing, but if you've got a family, I've got wife and kids, you know, I've got to be able to uh, focus some time on it. So, so yeah, it's the, the balance you know, the balance of, of life and then doing this. Yeah. It's, uh, it's which, really a labor of love in a lot of ways. I know is. that's kind of a hackneyed phrase. Yeah. It, uh, but it's honest. Yes, absolutely. You know, and what, what you were saying about somebody doing it, you know, well, you know, I, I've made, I've had five shows. I don't have any money. <laughs> well, you're not yeah. going to, <laughs> you yeah. know, I, unless you are, uh, you have, uh, 
you know, you're somebody that uh, like you're a Hollywood movie star or you're a political figure. You can't just start a podcast and have it start rolling in. You know, it's just it's not going. But I don't think. But, uh, you know, I think and and I think when you talked about topics, too, I think for a long time, I thought, well, I I did a podcast for my work for a while, you know, and Mm -hmm. um, and that was fun. I enjoyed it. You know, we're pretty much. Uh, it's a very, uh, you're slotted to do interviews with certain people in, in the, in the work. And, um, and it was fun and I didn't have to worry about money at all, you know, and part of it was part of my, my daily job. So that was fine. And, but, so I always thought about having my own podcast, you know, uh, it, it, it does matter to me. I mean, you can, you can have a podcast on anything, but I think, the thing that kept me from going for so long was uh, not having one was I didn't find one that I truly thought something that I could do for a few years and 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 still enjoy and I think that's I think that's what some people need to think about you know is is it yeah. find something that even if it like the random christian show that's an awesome idea you know where you know that you're uh you're an interesting person yourself you're going to be able to talk to people <laughs> And I think that that I'm not an interesting person, so I didn't have that going for me. <laughs> well, I see. I gave myself a loophole there because you know the random part. Uh, you're walking basically into a disaster, <laughs> and you're just going to find out what it's like to be in the middle of an interview on the, on this show. And uh, yeah, there is no. Fo- I mean, it's so funny every time. What's your niche? What's your uh, format? No, there is none. <laughs> you, you you just strap yourself in and join the ride, and we'll see where we go from there. Because I'm telling you, especially once the voices start coming out in my head, I actually uh, I had to make a list of He's all the up uh, a list, audience top top of uh, top of my head impersonations that I do. I do Homer, I do Krusty the Clown, I do Ren and Stimpy, I do Carl the Groundskeeper from Caddyshack, I do Cartman from South Park, I do Grumpy Old Man, which is a Dana Carvey takeoff. Uh, do Church Lady, Wacko from the Animaniacs, Pete Puma, Bill Clinton, Dr. Evil, Pee Wee Herman. I, I do all these voices and, you know, I get people like, they'll type in, they're like, well, say it as this or something, you know, and, or ask a question like this. And, it, you know, we have fun. I always like to do Bill Clinton because that's the one my wife really likes a lot. <laughs> it turns her on. Oh, well, there you go. Dress <laughs> on it. it makes things crazy. <laughs> Break yeah. out the cigars. Um, Hell yeah, baby. You Woo, know, and I, I just. Me a Cuban. And I don't mean <laughs> just the cigar. Let's go on and partay. <laughs> I want to, I want to point out to the listeners that he did this dead on because he was doing the thumb. The shaking of the thumb—that is—that's Clinton right there. I yeah, love you gotta, that. You got You really got to embrace you, the the person that you're impersonating. Like if you do Wacko, you know he's always got this crazy cult of thing going on, and he never understands why nobody listens to him. And then of course there's Homer J. Simpson, who just you know I'm here, damn it! So everybody listen to me except for the boy. The boy never listens. He drives me crazy. So, nice. Yeah. See, I I told you it just starts <laughs> starts to starts you know, Here's something interesting I heard about the whole thumb thing where Clinton does the thumb thing. Yeah. What happened was there was uh politicians used to wag their finger. Yes. And they did uh, I I think it was was it the south? There was some region mm-hmm. in particular I think where they did polling on it and it was like people were really starting to like get very turned off. I think it was women was getting very turned off by well, yeah, the, because the, the whole fa- the finger, the whole finger wagging. And so Clinton had to do something with his hand. So right. he did the whole, that's where the thumb come, ah. the whole the, the thumb well, shake come from. And, and a lot of other politicians, you know, they're very express. They try to be expressive, but not too expressive. Um, I mean, you saw Obama do the same thing kind of with his fist. Yeah. Um, you know, peanut butter cup. Bob and, Dole uh, with the pen. Project, uh, Bob, project uh, strength. strength. Bob Dole. So, yeah, they, it's for emphasis um, when you're speaking. I mean, you learn about this in speech class. You you want to be animated to keep people focused on you, but you also don't uh, want to be you know, like, uh, and I, I know it's going to sound racist, but a small Italian woman trying to describe something big. Let me tell you something. I know it's a, this a big mm-hmm. and it's a, this a wide. And, you know, so you just 
very subtle hand gestures just to keep the focus on you, you know, because we are a very visual society. And yes. uh, just sitting there and listening uh, is, you know, one thing. But when you uh, when you use a hand gesture, you know, you, and then uh, and then the way he bit his lip, that was all that's actually planned. That's the way he. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, and smile. Uh, that was all part of his shtick. That wasn't just a, a regular thing that he did. That was something that was devised for him to keep women interested. Really, that's it was more geared towards women. He, and, of course, he had a very big female vote. So, uh, yeah, Clinton was, uh, well, all politicians are great manipulators in one way or another. So. And we're going to. Well, that's how they. That's how they. That's if they're successful. That's how they. Yeah. They get <laughs> successful. Right. I mean, yeah. you know, so that's the whole ball. That's the ball game. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I think. I think my. I, I've got a, a final question for you. I'm going to kind of wind up to it, though. I, I've talked to. We've talked to a few. Uh, you know, radio personalities. You know, on podcasting before. There's always, uh-huh. and I think there's something interesting and and overlapping with other creative in that we all want our work to be seen. And, right. and, and we want, we, there's a part of us that has to create on some, or be around creativity and then, you know, be involved where people see us or hear us or experience us. Maybe that's mm-hmm. a better word, experiences. And I think it's very interesting when I hear people talk about, well, you know, money in radio is, is terrible, but they love it. There's a, per, there's a part yeah. of them that has to do it. Oh, yeah. And I just, I, I find that, and, and I think there's that overlaps in a lot of creative fields. People want, you know, whether they're, you know, they, they play in a band on a weekend, yeah. they, uh, they do art, they do, you know, any number of things. We talk to uh, a, a baker, you know, uh, uh, and that sort of stuff. I mean, it, it, it there's a, a wide overlap on that. But w- my final question to you, what skill that you think that you bring to what you do in radio and podcasting is the most, If or what is the most important for you to do your job? What, what would, in other words, if you was talking to somebody else that says, you know, I really love being able to talk to people and I want to put on something, what is the one skill they need to develop in order to become successful in that? For me, I, and I, I think, uh, and I've been told this uh, before, um, it's, it's when I, uh, I used to call myself a social chameleon. I was the kid in school that got along with every group of people. It wasn't just, you know, I wasn't like a jock or a, a punk or a rocker or a nerd or whatever. I related to everybody and I got along and I talked with everybody. And I was a huge party kid, so I'd throw parties at my parents' house. I'd have everybody over. There wasn't, you know, one sort of people. So my biggest, my biggest thing is being relatable and being able to, again, know your audience, but be able to make your audience one and, and bring everybody together. And and I, I've always been able to do that. I've always been able to talk to, you know, uh, I'm also kind of good at talking people off the ledge in a way. You know, when people start getting a little too excited and going off on their, I can refocus people. Um, I've been punched in the face a lot of times doing it, but I've been able to bring people back into, you know, what, you know, you want to call the real world or whatever. It's like bring them back in and get them refocused. And, and I'm very good at, uh, at, at making, you know, a group of people, uh, unified in a way where I can, I, I relate to all of them and I listen to them and I try to, uh, you know, say, well, if this guy's saying this, then how is it affecting this guy? You know, and I will, uh, you know, I've got those things going on in my head and I try to make sure that everybody is in one way or another understood at least, you know, uh, whether it's right or wrong, that is not always for me to, and, and that's the one thing you, you really got to remember is you are not a God. You are not, I mean, there's only one God and there's only one way to be judged. And uh, that's not my job. My job is if you want to call it a job, it's when you, you just give somebody a voice and, uh, and, and putting that voice out there, whether it's right or wrong, 
you know, there's, there's some things I, I'm not comfortable with talking about and I won't, you know, and I, I don't even bring it to light because that's, there's, there's no point. It's not something that's going to come across and I'm not going to deal with it. So I just let those go. Um, but anything else, there, there's no real taboo. Like I said, you know, I try to keep things PG 13 on my show, but there's points where it's gone off the rails and we, you know, whatever it is, it's there for a reason. And, um, to keep things relatable to people, that's the most important thing. Again, giving us all a common ground in the end where we can all get together and say, yep, okay, I get it. May not agree with it, but I get his point of view. And now I understand that's, that's the, I think that's one of the biggest things I've been able to do is to be able to at least bring things to light and get it out there that way. Oh, very good. Yeah. I, and I'd have to agree with you. I like the, I like your organic, um, you know, your organic setup and how you do things. Uh, that's very, uh, it's, I think it's good for a lot of people. Um, you know, especially those that fear structure. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> we all fear structure in one way or another. I mean, anybody who says they don't is, is full of crap. And, uh, uh, so, you know, like I said, to, to just be able to make sure everybody's getting along there, there's nothing better ever. And this was the biggest thing when I was in radio was when I'd get somebody called in and say, you know, I just want to say, thank you. I was having a total shit day and you know, you, you just made me laugh and you made me think about this for a little bit and it just totally changed my day, you know, and I, I really appreciate it. So thank you. And I've gotten a few emails like that about the show. And that's, that's what it's about. And as long as I'm doing that for somebody, that's, that's all I need. Nice. That's, that's really cool. Now to get a paycheck along with that, <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. That but, would be cool. Uh, you know, We'd love again, podcasting is uh, not, not there for being paid. And yeah, in radio, we don't make a lot of money, but we have so much fun at it. Seriously. It, it, anybody who says they aren't, then they don't need to be in radio. If, if you are in radio, you're there because you love it and it drives you crazy, but it's, it's, it's like having that insane girlfriend or boyfriend, you know, it's just no matter what you keep going back to it because you just love it. And, and that's why it's there. So, and that's, that's how I ended up taking into podcasting and, and now here we are. And here we are. Well, yeah, he may be. <laughs> well, thanks Sorry. for coming on today. This has been really uh, a fun conversation, and uh, I think we got a little, got some information on uh, on this whole podcasting <laughs> thing. So uh, we won't we won't take up the rest of your day, but we really appreciate the time that you spent with us today. Uh, well, I'm very happy for coming on. Thank you so much. How can uh, how can uh, our listeners become your listeners? Well, uh, just go to the randomchristianshow.com. Uh, we've got a little web page there with links to everything. Or just on Tuesdays uh, at central at 4 Central Time, you can go on and uh, we'll be doing the live stream. It's on YouTube. It's on Twitter. It's on Twitch. It's on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Daily Motion, which is something kind of new for us. Uh, we're still figuring out Daily Motion, but uh, yeah, it's it's a live broadcast. It's a video, and you can join the chat. Just like I said, uh, go to the Random Christian Show, and uh, on Facebook or any one of those sites, and you should be able to find it. Uh, you know, through the Google, or we're on all the podcast platforms. If you can't listen then or whatever, the show goes out the next day on audio podcast, and we're on all the platforms, especially good pods. Uh, Good Pods is very good to us, oh, and cool. uh, we really, really, really like Good Pods. We just hit the top ten in Good Pods, so uh, in, nice. independent comedy interviews. So uh, very, 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 very happy with Good Pods. Um, check it out. So I uh, uh, again, Good Pods, just little. <laughs> I think he said Good Pods. So yeah, Good Pods. Yeah, we plug Good Pods a lot. We like Good Pods. Um, awesome. But anyway, no, it's uh, it's been a fantastic ride, and I again. You get to meet great guys like you, and uh, I still want to talk to Norbert about what he's drawn <laughs> back there because I'm very intrigued about that. Um, we're we're me and uh, my guys are we're huge comic book nerds and whatnot too. So uh, we we tend to go off on conversations all about that. So anyway, yeah, Tuesdays at four o'clock is usually when we have the show. Sometimes it's a different day, but I always give a good heads up on that. 
We got some great guests coming up. I can't allude to a whole lot yet because they're still in the, we haven't pinned it all in yet, but I've got some very, very big guests coming up, um, bigger than I ever imagined. Awesome. Um, So yeah, it's going to be a great time. So make sure you check it out and uh, enjoy these gentlemen as well, because this is, this has just been fun and a blast. And I really appreciate you having me on. Yeah, we loved having you, man. This has been very cool. So, well, we wish you nothing but the best, and uh, we will talk to you later, hopefully. Yes, as to you, gentlemen. Thank you so much, Norbert and Mr. Patrick. I appreciate your time and uh, letting me be on here. Have a beautiful day. (laughs) Absolutely, you too. (laughs) You too, man. Thanks for hanging out with us on the True Fiction Podcast. If you like what you've heard, please visit us at Facebook. You can also leave us a review on iTunes or through your favorite podcast app. Until next time, stay true and stay creative. You're too late. Catch your eyes somewhere.